Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing Word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. Because I'm telling you, Jesus didn't lie when He said, you have what you say. How many believes that? So today we're learning, we're starting a new series entitled Vision. And I told you this is one of the greatest things that I could ever teach you is vision. Because everything I have in my life, you need to understand, everything that God has brought in my life so far to date has been by vision. The vision He's given me. Uh, I'm not here to toot my own horn whatsoever to God be the glory. But I get a lot of compliments uh, throughout my days and weeks. A lot of people would say to me, They say, Robbie, you have such devotion to the things of God and you have such dedication. The reason for that is the vision that I have. I live by vision. Somebody say, live by vision. I live by it. It's not something I I look at every now and then. I constantly have the visions of God burning on the inside of me. And today I want to teach you how to do that very thing. Because... Vision, I'm going to say this again, vision is one of the greatest things that God has ever given you and will ever give you. Now think about that. One of the greatest things that God will ever give you is vision. For everything that is received, I'm going to say this real quick, for everything that is received and created or produced is done so by vision. Now I know we've been learning about words and words are good. Words are effective. But I'm going to tell you today that you can confess to your blue in the face. You can quote your favorite, uh, your favorite Bible verse a thousand times a day. But if you don't see it, how many knows what I'm talking about? If you don't see yourself there, if you don't see yourself having it, you're never going to obtain it. So I want you to get that today. Yes, speaking and confessing is very important. But first off, somebody say first. First, we've got to have vision. We've got to see where God has taken us. We've got to see what God wants us to have. So we're going to learn this today. So in part one, if you want to entitle this, you can entitle this Enlightenment. Now, you see today that I'm kind of chilled back because I want you to get this. I don't want to preach this. I want to teach this. But that by the time you walk out of these doors today, you're going to say, I know what vision is. I know what it is without a shadow of a doubt. I know what vision is. Then I've done my job. Let's pray. Father, I thank you this morning for your words, uh, your teaching in here today, Father. It's not my words. You've given me the words to speak to your people. And I know, Lord, that we are going to learn and grow. And you are teaching us how to do the impossible, to, to receive it and to obtain it, to do what people says cannot be done. There's no way it can be done. But you're teaching us how to do it today, and that is by vision. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that vision is coming to your people this morning. It's coming today. I know it, and I give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now look at Habakkuk chapter 2. Look up here. It says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables 
that he may run that reads it. That reads it. Verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Somebody say appointed time. So how many believes that the vision that God has given you, He's got an appointed time for it? Somebody say amen. Alright, so watch this. He says, but at the end it shall speak and it shall not lie. So this is not just imagining, daydreaming, uh, fantasy land. Right? This is real. Somebody say, this is real. I love what God told me one time. It's still just as powerful today as when He said it to me. He said, reality is what I spoke. So in other words, God wasn't just shooting stuff off just to make me imagine about things and say, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, there's butterflies and rainbows. No. He said, reality is what I speak. So God's not playing games. Amen? So He said, it's not a lie. What I speak is coming to pass. Though it tarries. How many knows it tarries sometimes? How many still waiting on your vision to come to pass? Come on. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come and it will not tarry. Now, Genesis 15.1. Or excuse me, yeah, Genesis 15.1. To start this series, we're going to learn what vision is and how to get it. How many wants vision? I hope you do, because you're never going to receive anything until you get it. Somebody say amen. I'm going to say this one more time. You can quote all you want to quote. You can confess all you want to confess, but until you see it, somebody say see it, you're not going to have it. Forget Genesis 15.1. Go to Proverbs 29.18. Go to the King James Version. Look at this right here. It says, Where there is no what? Vision. The people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Now look at the English Standard Version. It'll help you a little bit better. It says, Where there is no what? Prophetic vision. What, what are we so big about in this church? Prophecy. Why? Because prophecy brings vision. How many knows another word for the word prophet? Now what's a prophet? It's somebody who reveals and displays or, or declares the future in your life, right? The outcome of something. But there's another word for the word prophet. Does anybody know what it is? Say seer. Say it with me. Say seer. See, prophets in your Bible were not just called prophets. They were called seers. You want to know why? Because they could... Come on, somebody, get it. They could see something. They would prophesy. And a lot of times when you come up here and you get laid hands on you and somebody begins to prophesy to you, it's not so much that they heard physical words... That, that, that happens, but a lot of times you will get prophesied to you what we are seeing. Because how many knows that God gives spiritual insight? Come on, somebody talk to me. There's no other God in all the earth. There's no other book in all the earth that tells the future like God. Come on. The Quran doesn't do it. In any of these other books, none of them are so accurate like the Bible. I mean, it is on point. How many, how many knows that? It's on point. 
And God, watch this, God declared these things through men thousands of years ago. Now what were they declaring? What they were seeing. God was, they were speaking what God was showing them. Okay, now go to Genesis 15.1. Now look at this. It says, and after these things, somebody say, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. But how did it come? In a vision. All right. I am your shield, fear not, Abram, for I am your shield and your great exceeding reward. Your exceeding great reward. So what was Abraham seeing? Come on, it's obvious. He was seeing, yeah, he was seeing God protecting him. He was seeing God being a shield to him. He was seeing God being his reward. And do you know, watch this, and do you know what Abraham said a few verses above this? When he went and he uh, delivered Lot out of the enemy's camp, and they said, all right, we'll divide the spoils. Abraham, you can have this, this, and this, and we'll take this. He said, no, I don't want anything from you. He said, that way, there'll be no man be able to say, I made Abraham rich. Come on, somebody, talk to me. He, watch this, he made his source alone God. And how many knows God made him a very rich man? That your Bible says it. It says Abraham was very rich in cattle and silver and gold. Who made him rich? God made him rich. But watch this right here. So why did he believe God? Because he had the Word of God, the written Word of God. No. He had a vision. See, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to show you today is at that point in time, there was no written word. There was no law. But what did he have? He had the most important thing he could have. Somebody say vision. Ladies and gentlemen, what you need most in your life is vision. Whatever it is that God is saying He's doing in your life, you've got to see it before you can obtain it. You have to see it. It's not enough just to say, okay, a word. That's good enough, a word. He said the word come forth, how? By a vision. So what I'm trying to tell you today is, is that any time that God speaks, it should always produce vision. I'm going to say it one more time. Any time that God speaks to you, how many's received many words in this, in this house? Many prophetic words. Some of them have come to pass. Some of them you're still waiting on. What, what did it produce? It produced vision. If God said, I'm going to bless you, what did you start doing? You started envisioning yourself what? Blessed. If God said, I'm going to heal your body, I'm going to reverse that report you received. What did you see? You started to see your body well. Out playing with the kids, out playing some games, whatever it is, running, exercise. You started seeing your body well. See, because that's what God designed His words to do. He always designs His word to produce vision. So anytime that God tells you something, start working on that vision. Lord, let me see it. And you need to pray this. Lord, let me see what you're saying. How many's ever heard that expression? I see what you're saying. Now, did they paint you a literal picture? No. But you understood. I'm getting ahead of myself. 
but you understood. Now look at Psalms 89, 19. It says, the psalmist says, Then thou speakest in what? In vision. How does God speak? In vision. Now, right away, when people hear the word vision, they think of it just as one way. That every now and then, God will reveal something, and that's it. I'm talking about your everyday vision. You need to be living by vision every single day. Are you listening to me? Everything you do in your life should be revolved around the vision that God has given you. You see what I'm saying? So don't just think of vision as just some warning here or there, or God put somebody in a trance and He just revealed something every now and then. This is something that got, this has to be imprinted into you all the time. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that's where you're going. You see what I'm saying? The vision that God's given you, that's where you're going. What you see yourself having, what you see yourself doing, that's what's going to take place. So that's important, amen? So he says, I speak in a vision. And he said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty, and I have exalted one chosen out of the people. So how does God speak? With vision. Now watch this. When people hear words of God, or any words, but they don't see it, they don't fully understand it. I'm going to say it again. When people just hear words, and they don't see something, meaning there's not enlightenment, they don't understand it, do they? They'll never receive it. Now, there are some words that I could say to you that you understand that I could say to my kids and they have no clue what I'm talking about. Still the same words. But they, they won't respond. You want to know why they won't respond? Because they don't. Come on. They don't see it. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not enough just to get a word from God. Or it's not enough just to quote a verse. You've got to see it. Amen. How many knows that one of the words for word in the Greek is rhema? That word rhema means it comes to life to you. You see it. A light bulb comes on. Oh, I got it now. That's a rhema word. It's quickened to you. It's no longer just a syllables or a, you know, a group of syllables. It's no longer just a word. It is now revelation to you. That's what we want. Okay, now watch this. So all Abraham had was words of God. That's it. And watch this, in vision form. Somebody say words in vision form. Nothing written down, no physical evidence. Now I want you to get that also. He had no physical evidence that God was going to do this. Do you understand that? It wasn't as if God said, I'm going to do this, this, this. See, look right here. I'm going to show you how I do it. He had none of that. All he did was show him the outcome. He envisioned it. So watch this. Romans 4, Romans, Romans chapter 4 reveals unto us how Abraham lived. It said that he did not consider the things that was going on around him. But he, watch this, he pictured himself alive. He pictured Sarah's body quickened. He pictured himself having many kids. He pictured himself having a legacy. See, he envisioned, he lived by vision, and guess what? He received by vision. Are y'all listening to me? 
So while he had no physical evidence, he had no written word, he had no guarantee in the natural, he had a vision, only a vision by God, and I'm telling you that the vision was enough to carry it out. Woo, glory. Okay, so watch this. Let's go on. Alright, so I'm going to say all this to tell you this. Psalms, the psalmist in chapter 89 declares that God speaks in vision. Right? Vision. How many, watch this, how many knows that seeing is believing? No. Gotcha. <laughs> believing is seeing. Go to Psalms, Dave. Psalms 27. Look at this. The psalmist said, I would have fainted. I would have gave up. I would have said, this stuff's not working. Unless I had believed to what? Believed to what? He got that, he got that mixed up, didn't he? He should have said, unless I would have seen and believed. That what I was hoping for was going to happen. No, he said, unless I would have believed to see. So how does vision come forth? We're learning today how to bring it forth and what it is. So how does vision come forth? By faith. Amen? By faith. You, watch this. The only way that you acknowledge God whatsoever is by faith. Do you understand that? That's the only way. You cannot even acknowledge God, even the littlest bit, without faith. So I'm telling you today, if you want vision in your life, you've got to have faith in your life. See, faith produces vision, vision produces faith. I'm going to say it one more time. Faith produces vision, and vision produces faith. So because, watch this, because Abraham believed God, believed in Him, walked in obedience, God gave him a vision... And the vision caused Abraham to believe even more. Are y'all getting this? See, there was a time where I was believing God for something, right? I was believing Him. I was acknowledging Him. And then because of that display of faith that I gave unto Him, He gave me vision. I started, watch it, I started to see where this ministry was going. I started to see what He was doing in my life. See, there was a time where, how can I say this? There was a time where I was seeing that property next door to me, and I was seeing the house when I had no physical evidence, when people around me said, that, that's not going to happen, and I didn't even have a word from God yet. But because I responded by faith... God began to give me a vision. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but I have detailed plans of my house. And the plans that I have, and I've worked on them for over, I mean, for a couple years. Do you know how I got the plans? Vision. God literally shown me how to build it, how to design it. And then watch this. Several months ago, several months ago, God gave me this prophetic word. And He said, I want you to know you have the house that you envisioned. I've got it right now. Y'all understand that? And guess what? Right now, 
It's not aging. Come on. See, some of you don't get discouraged if you're waiting on stuff. Guess what? Right now, if it's still in the spiritual realm, it's not aging. So watch. So believing is seeing. He said, so watch this. Satan has turned this around, hasn't he? And he's turned it around to seeing is believing. Show me something. You show me something, then I'll believe you. Now, why has he turned that around? Because, watch this, he knows that God's formula to manifesting things in your life is believing to see. So he has reversed it. Why? So you won't receive. Amen? That's why. So let's say it one more time so you get it. Believing is seeing. Romans 1.17. Now look at this right here. It says, For therein is righteousness of God, what? Revealed. Say that with me. Revealed. I want you to catch that word. From how? How's it revealed? From faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live how? By faith. So how does all this, where does all this come from? How does it come forth? We learn this. By faith. Right? So faith to faith. God brings forth vision about things of the kingdom of God. He shows you what's His. He shows you what's in the kingdom. What's in the kingdom? Peace, joy, health, prosperity, victory. All these things, they're in the kingdom. Alright? So He shows you the kingdom. This is what you could have. This is what I want for you. So what happens? The moment that He shows you this, Guess what is brought forth? Vision. And what's another word for vision? Light. Say that with me. Light. What does light do? Light brings forth what? Vision. If I come into this room and there's not a speck of light in here... No, let's, let's, let's change this up. If I come into a room I've never been before... Because some of you know you way around in the dark in your own room. So let's go into a room you've never been before and all the lights are off. Are you going to be able to function? You're going to be treading real easy. Because if you're like me, your toes like to hit stuff. Somebody say amen if you're with me. Whew, Jesus. But guess what? The moment the lights come on, bam, I see everything clearly. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? I see everything in the room. If there's a chair over here, I see it. If there's a, a heavy table over there, I see it. Praise God for that. I begin to see things clear. Are you understand what I'm saying? See, that's what vision does. Vision begins to make you see things clearly. And see, that's what words, words that you understand brings forth light. Light is understanding. If I begin to say, watch it, if I say map of Virginia, what's immediately going to pop in your head? A map of Virginia. See, the moment that I spoke those words, light came into you and it revealed, you had understanding. Oh, I know what that is. 
And all this is done by faith to faith. When you, God gives you faith, you give faith back to Him and it enlightens you. You begin to see things but now that you've never seen before. When it comes to your health, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your kids, when it comes to your job, you, the list goes on. You begin to see things in a different what? Light. How many has ever heard that expression? I see things in a different light now. That's just saying I see things with a better understanding. Give me vision. Was it not, uh, we learned this, was it not Peter that began to take the gospel to the Gentiles? That was a major shift in, in, the, in the kingdom of God. And how was that brought forth? How many remembers that? God gave him what? A vision on top of the house. A vision came to him. And he began to see what... He wasn't just hearing what God was saying. He was seeing what God was saying. Are y'all listening to me? See, it's time that the body of Christ doesn't just hear what God is saying, but they need to start seeing what God is saying. You need to see that by His stripes you were healed. You need to see that for, for your sakes He became poor, that through His poverty you would become what? That's your Bible. You need to see where He said, I, I guarantee salvation for you and your entire household. you got to see this stuff. Because if you don't see it, then the light's not on. And if the light's not on, then it's not been revealed to you. Is everybody getting this this morning? It's not been revealed to you. So watch this. Here's another thing I needed to get you. That vision and faith are inseparable. You cannot separate them. Now, I told you earlier that trust is going off of what you don't know. But faith is different. Faith is going off of what you know, not in the natural, but what you know in the Spirit. Amen? He said faith comes by what? Hearing. He didn't say faith comes by not knowing. He said faith comes by hearing. And when you hear words, what did I say God's words do? They produce vision. So I heard it and I began to see it. Oh, hey, I don't have to live in my sins anymore. I don't have to be bound anymore. I don't have to be defeated anymore. I see it. And guess what happened? You responded to it. While you were trying to feel yourself around in that dark room, as soon as the light came on, you walked with confidence. Right? Okay, so vision and faith are inseparable. You can't separate them. Faith produces vision and vision produces faith. When you release that faith, God gives you vision. When you see that vision, how many seen the vision that God has for your life? Woo, isn't it sweet? The dreams that God has given you. Oh, it's so wonderful, isn't it? What does that do? That, that accelerates and produces faith in you. You're going by what you see. Not here, but you're going after what you're seeing in the Spirit. I'm not quitting until I get to that place because that place is sweet. God has revealed that to me. So I'm going to say this one more time. Vision and faith are inseparable. They are inseparable. It is impossible to have vision without faith. Is that right? How are you going to see a vision that is in the Spirit if you don't believe? 
Come on. And watch this. It is impossible to have faith without vision. Psalms 119, 130. Look at what the psalmist says. He says, the entrance of your words give what? What is light? Understanding. Yeah, vision. Enlightenment. So he says, watch this. When God speaks, when His word comes forth, what did it say about Abraham? The word of the Lord came forth in a vision, in light, in understanding, in a way that Abraham could grasp it. So when the word of the Lord comes forth, Watch this. He brings light. And what does light do? It gives understanding even, in, uh, even unto the simple. Right? Now watch this. Right now, glory to God, right now you may not have one clue on how in the world that God is going to bring forth what He promised you. You may not know a clue. I mean, you, don't, you have no idea. But let one vision come forth. Let that light come forth of that word that He told you. And it opens up everything. So you went from not knowing at all to beginning to see it. You see what I'm saying? So, watch this. The words of God should bring light unto you. Light does what? Light gives you understanding. Again, if we were in a dark room that we've never been before, we have no understanding what's in that room. But the moment that we turn that light on, it brings forth understanding. I see everything clearly. I see what's here. I see what I can do with it. I see what I can do in this room. You begin to see all those things. Alright. So... How does God's words produce vision? It brings His words bring forth light. Anytime you've got light, you've got vision. Somebody say, if I've got light, I've got vision. If I've got light, I've got vision. Words that you understand bring forth light. You want a good example? If I get up here and I start speaking Chinese... How many is going to understand what I'm saying? Nobody? So even though I'm speaking educated words, I'm not just blabbing something, I'm speaking educated words, you're not understanding. They're not giving light to you. So because they're not giving light to you, guess what? You don't understand. Robin's kind of looking at me like, you don't understand. You see what I'm saying? So even though I said the word dog in Chinese, I'm up here saying it. I'm saying it. Hey, all of you are going to look at me like, what? See, so watch this. So as of right at that moment, you're in a dark room. You're not seeing anything. It's not producing vision. But if I in English say, dog... The light comes on, you immediately picture a dog. You see what I'm saying? What I'm trying to tell you is that the Word of God has to produce a vision for you. It, it has to bring forth light, which brings forth understanding and vision. 
If it does not, this is just going to be words on a page. And guess what? For most people, that's all this is. And I'm not talking about people who don't know God. I'm talking about people that's been in church for 30, 40, 50 years. It's still just words on pages. Because, guess what? They're in the room, but the light's not on. There's no vision. And we're going to deal with that in just a little bit. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep a steady pace and not get ahead of myself on this. All right. Go to Romans 13, 12. Romans 13, 12. It says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of what? Darkness. Works with no vision. Let's cast them off and let us put on what? The armor of light. Now, why is that significant? Now, here's, what, here's a statement that God gave me, and I believe it's really going to help you. He said, Light drives away darkness. Light drives away darkness. Why is that so significant with this message? Let me tell you why. Alright, it's the same thing. Let's go back to that dark room now. I don't care if it's just pitch dark. You can't see anything in there. The, the moment light enters the room, darkness does gone. It's out of here. Doesn't matter how dark it is. Doesn't matter how strong the darkness is. The moment the light comes in, boom, it's gone. Light drives away darkness. You say, why am I telling you all this? Because watch this, Satan is working 24-7 trying to produce in you a vision of what is in the natural. He wants to produce in you. He wants your vision to be how bad it is right now in the natural. How long you've been in it. Come on. Now what's he trying to do? He's trying to bring forth what? Darkness. Because if he can bring forth darkness, guess what? You can't see. Are y'all listening to me? That's why, watch this. If you are a child of God and you're living by faith... You are to not look around and dwell and focus on things that have not perfected in your life yet. The bills, my body, this right here is not doing good. This right here is still not changed. You are not to do that. Let me tell you why. Because that clouds your vision. You are focusing on darkness, and as long as you're focusing on darkness... The light cannot come in. And watch this. Let's go back to that room. If I'm in a dark room, I can't function in it. As long, watch this. As long as I'm living in darkness, how can I function in light? I can't. As long, watch this. As long as I'm dwelling on the visions that the enemy gives me. I think some of you are wrestling with this. Watch this. If you don't believe that the enemy gives you vision, how does fear come forth? Come on, somebody, somebody tell me. How does fear come forth? The only way that fear comes forth is when you picture a vision of, of something happening 
before it's ever even took place. Are y'all getting this? The only way you have fear in your life, why is people so afraid of this uh, COVID-19? Why? Because they literally picture themselves getting it. I could get this. I could. Get, I see myself in that hospital all by myself. I see this happening. I see that happening. They see it. And guess what? That drives out the light. I shouldn't say drives out. It is the absence of light. That's all darkness is. It is the absence of light. And so watch this. So you cannot dwell on darkness. So what did he say? He said, cast it off. These visions that the enemy's given you, oh, you're not going to make it financially. Oh, this disease is going to get you. Oh, this is going to happen. That's going. You have to cast those things off and you have to keep your focus on the vision that God has given you. Why? What does that do? That lets the light in. And when the light comes in, it drives darkness away. And when darkness is driven away, you see everything clearly. And if there's one thing that we as humans love, it's to see everything clearly. Come on. We want to see everything clearly. We don't like to look through foggy stuff and try to make something out. No, we want to know what's happening, right? Well, if you really want to do that, then you've got to let the light in. Take upon yourself the armor of light. It is an armor because it drives away darkness. So while the, when the enemy comes to me and he tries to say, hey, you need to focus on that. Look at that. Look at this right here. Oh, this could happen. That could happen. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I consider not. Somebody say, I consider not. I'm focusing on the vision. God didn't give me a vision of me not making it. Somebody better talk to me. God didn't give me a vision of me not being able to pay my bills. God didn't give me a vision of me being sick in a hospital bed. He didn't give me a vision. Of that. He gave me a vision of health. Come on. He gave me a vision of prosperity. He gave me a vision of helping other people being, getting set free from the enemy. That's what he gave me. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, I'm keeping the light on. Amen? I'm keeping the light on and I'm focusing on it. Okay. 2 Corinthians 4, 3 through 6. Look at this right here. It says, Paul said, if our, if our gospel is hid, if you can't see it, who's it hid from? It's hid from those that are lost. Next verse. In whom the God of this world has what? Blinded their what? Minds. So right away, he's not talking about something naturally, is he? So through natural means, the enemy has been able to cloud their spiritual understanding. They can't see it. How many has ever tried to explain something to somebody and they just did not get it? I was going to say that. You get frustrated, don't you? Why don't you understand this? The light's not came in yet. Alright, so he's clouded their minds, which believe not. What did I tell you? No faith, no vision. Say that with me. No faith, no vision. You start doubting God, doubting the things of God, the vision's going to be cut off. Come on. So He's giving cloudiness 
to those who believe not. Lest the what? Come on. Lest the what? Oh, it's all about that light. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Next verse. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Verse 6. For God has commanded what? Light to shine out of darkness. So God has commanded understanding and enlightenment to come forth. And have shined where? What have we been dealing with lately? The heart. That's where the imaginations come from. See, evolutionists and scientists, they want to constantly compare us to animals and different things and how much we're like them. Well, listen, let the elevator go all the way to the top. We're made out of the same material. Dirt. Amen? Animals, humans, whatever, we're all made out of the same material. Dirt. So you could see why we would have some similarities. But when it comes to creativeness, come on, there is no comparison. You want to know why? Because we are made in the image of God. We have creative power like God does. I want you to see something today. Watch this. Everybody take a look in this room right here. Look around. Everybody just look around. Look around. Look around at everything. You see this? Everything you see in here was first a vision. Somebody's seen it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. that would, or I'll build that. That would work good. They envisioned it, and guess what? They created. They brought it forth. That's the same thing we're learning today. We see ourselves having that. We see ourselves doing that, and then we bring it forth. All right, so all this is going on Where? In our inner man. So what's what's the enemy trying to do? He is trying, watch this. He is trying to keep a stronghold of vision on your life. Now this is, right here is where it's going to get really good and you got to pay attention. Because this is working right now. Now I know, don't you get tripped up when Paul said, this is happening on those that are lost. There are some people in the body of Christ that are still lost to the healing plan. Still lost to the financial plan of God. Still lost to the creative and authoritative plan that God has for you. Still lost to it. So they love God. They're on their way to heaven. But they've got a rough life. Whatever the enemy throws at them, it beats them around. Because they're not, watch this, they've not been enlightened to the glorious gospel. What's the glorious gospel? He said, I've given you power over all the works of the enemy. All. Somebody say all. Okay, so watch this. So the enemy has produced strongholds of vision in your life. What do I mean by that? Watch this. If you've been in something for quite some time, it is hard to see yourself not in that. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If you've been sick 
for 20, 30 years, it is hard to envision yourself healthy and full of vitality. If you've struggled financially for 20, 15, 20 years, it is hard to see yourself at a place where you're not thinking about money. I'm able to bless whoever I want to do. I'm able to do what I want. It's hard to see yourself there. See, so what I'm telling you is it is a stronghold. So watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I don't care if you've got a stronghold of sickness in your life. I don't care if I preach to you 500 messages on healing. And you quote 50 different verses on healing. If you still, watch this, until you see yourself healed, you're wasting your time. That stronghold, all you see yourself is sick. That's all you see yourself. That's all you envision. And that is a stronghold. So watch this. Now why does he bring that stronghold? Because to do what? To keep that light out. Go back to verse 4, or four Dave. Verse, yeah, verse 4. He does this to do, to do what? Lest the light, to keep the light from coming in. That's why, watch this, you can talk to people till you're blue in the face. If they don't see it, they're not going to receive it. You can see that on Facebook. That's all you got to do is scroll through Facebook. One, one group of people sees it this way, another group of people sees it that way, and none of them are bucking off of either view. Stronghold. So the enemy keeps these strongholds in you to keep the light from coming in. And if the light doesn't come in, guess what? You can't understand it. That's why I watch this. You'll come out of a healing meeting and still talk about how bad you feel. Because it's there. It's that stronghold. It's there. But so watch this. You've got to break the stronghold. Now watch this. What I'm telling you today, watch this. What I'm telling you today is not easy, but it's doable. It's hard to see yourself any other way that you've been seeing yourself for years. But it's doable. Somebody say, it is possible. Why? Because Jesus said, with Him, all things are what? Possible. How can I go, let me ask you a question today, how can I go where I cannot see? If Cheryl says, if Cheryl says, Robbie, I want you to go, what's a town in Nebraska? Anybody know? Nobody know? Let's use an easier one, Texas. Go to El Paso, Texas. She tells me that, right? But... She gives me no map. I have no map. I have no GPS and no road signs. How in the world am I going to get there? You can't. Thank you. You can't. Because why? I have to have a vision of what? A map. I have to have a vision of what? A GPS. I have to have a vision of what? Road signs. So what I'm trying to tell you is you cannot go where you can't see. 
You can't go to a place of great blessing in your life if you can't see yourself already there. Somebody listen to me. You can't go to a place where you're, not, you're no longer coming here saying, well, the enemy beat me to death this week. You can't go from that place to a place of I've had victory, I've kept him under my feet all day. If you can't see it. Turn to your neighbor. This is something that God gave me. Turn to your neighbor and say, if you can see it, you can have it. Woo, glory. If you can see it, you can have it. I want to know today, come on, I want to know how many people in here has had some crazy visions in God. When I mean crazy, I'm talking about that that is just mind-blowing that God would do that in your life. How many, raise your hands if you've had some. God said if you can see it, you can have it. In other words, I would not have revealed it to you unless I wanted you to have it. Are y'all listening to me? Mm. All right. Mark 9, 21. This passage right here is going to complete everything that I've told you today. You're going to see it all. Somebody say, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. Mark 9, 21. Let's read this with me. We're going to go to verse 29. And Jesus asked the Father, He said, how long is it ago since this came unto him? Now, what what story are we talking about? We're talking about how Jesus come down from the transfiguration, right? Peter, James, and John went with him. They seen Moses and they seen Elijah. And they're coming down and they run into this issue. So they just had a heavenly vision. And now they're running into this issue. Are y'all getting this? Just, as, just right after you have a heavenly vision, here the enemy is presenting something in the natural. Alright, so they come to him and the father says to Jesus, I brought my boy to your disciples. They could not cast this devil out of him. And Jesus was not happy. He looked at them and he said, You faithless generation." How long am I going to have to put up with your doubting and unbelief? Boy, that's a a little bit contrary to what everybody says nowadays. Jesus would never say nothing like that. He's all about love and cupcakes. He said, you faithless generation, what's your problem? Right? Okay, so now we're picking up. Verse 21. So Jesus asked the Father, He said, how long has this been going on? And the father says of a child, verse 22, and what? Come on, help me. And what? Oftentimes. And what? Oftentimes. So this has been going on for how long? A while. It's been going on for a while. And anything in your life that's been going on for a while... It produces a stronghold. Come on. It produces a vision that it's hard for you to see yourself any other way. I've had issues pop up all my life, so it's hard for me to believe that I could come to a place where I don't have issues 24-7. 
So here the father's saying, this has been going on for a while. I want you to remember that. All right, then he says, Oftentimes he have cast himself into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if you can, somebody say, if you can, do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Let me stop right there for a second. How do I know that all this father was envisioning was his son staying in a possessed state? Because he said, come on, out of the abundance of the vision of the heart, the mouth what? So he said, if you can, if this is possible, because all I'm seeing right now is him staying in this state. I've already tried once to no avail. And Jesus, this is what Jesus said. Now in the Greek, it says he echoed back to him. So it was like this. It was like Cheryl coming up to me saying, Robbie, if you can, help me. Jesus was, it would be like me turning to Cheryl saying, if you can, believe. You catch that? Jesus intentionally said it that way. If, if you can do this, if you can believe. Amen? Because believing is what? Somebody's getting it. So Jesus said, if you can see it, all things are possible. Amen? Because faith produces what? Vision. Oh, somebody getting this now. So Jesus was saying to the man, He said, if you can believe it, you'll see it. Because, watch this, when you see it, all things are possible. See, when you get that, when you get that spiritual vision on the inside of you, it no longer becomes impossible. No matter what it looks like in the natural. I could care less what it looks like in the natural. When you are stuck and you are fixed on that spiritual heavenly vision, you know, watch this, it's just as real to you as this physical. Are you hearing me? It's just as real. Okay, so he says, if you can believe, somebody say, if I can see, all things are possible to him that believe. All right? And straightway the father of the child cried out, and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. What just took place? Can somebody tell me what just happened? He got vision, what else? The light came on. Come on. The light came on. So first he was saying, if you can do this, I don't know if you can or not, but if you can, help me. And Jesus said, faith comes by what? Hearing. The word of the Lord came to the man in a what? Vision. So the moment that Jesus said, if you can see it, you can have it, it produced a vision in the Father. Are y'all listening to me? It produced a vision in the man and he began to see his boy well. Come on. Talk to me. He began to see 
his boy not demon-possessed. He began to see his boy functioning like any other kid would play and have fun and just play around as a child. He began to see those things and that made him do what? Cry out. Because faith does what? Speaks. Faith says something. We've learned this for weeks now. Faith says something. So he cried out and he said, I believe. I see. The light has come on now. I'm getting the picture. And then, now don't get tripped up on the King James when he says, I believe, help my unbelief. Wait a minute. That, what? that don't even make sense, does it? I'm believing. Help my unbelief. Well, which is it? Is he not believing or is he believing? It's, it's better understood. I believe. Help my weakness of faith. Y'all see that? Do your own study time. That's what the Greek says. Help, I believe. I'm beginning to see it. Help my weakness of faith. I read in my Bible that Jesus is not just the author, but He's the what? He's the perfecter. That word finisher means perfecter. He's the perfecter of my faith. He builds it. He strengthens it. Come on, somebody, talk to me. Are you glad this morning that Jesus is not keeping you at the level of faith that you are right now, but He's building it? Somebody say amen. He is building that faith. So He says, I believe, but build my faith. Strengthen it. Make it stronger. Now how's He going to make it stronger? He's going to get a clear picture. Come on now. He's going to get a clear vision. And the moment that He gets a clear vision, that stronger faith is going to come. Mm, come on. Say, Pastor Robbie, how do you have so much faith? If you've seen what I've seen, you'd know. Come on. Get the vision. So he says, Lord, I believe, help my weakness of faith. And Jesus saw that the people came running together, and he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, You dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore, and came out of him, and he was as one what? Dead. Insomuch that many said, He is dead. So he wasn't even moving. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, the disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast this spirit out? And Jesus said unto them, This kind come only, come forth nothing but by what? Prayer and fasting. Now I'm going to show you something today that has been widely preached in the religious world. Okay, it's been widely preached. So they asked him, why couldn't we cast this out? And how many has heard it this way? And I know that I'm going to see every hand in here this morning. How many has heard it this way? Some devils can't be casted out unless you pray and fast. Heard it all your life, isn't it? But tell me something. See, that's why you got to take all the Word. 
You can't just take one scripture. So for years, watch this, for years the religious world has painted a picture that some devils are just too strong, that you got to be an elite prayer and faster just to be able to break them off. But Jesus said, I've given you power over how many? See, you got to take the whole word. If you just take out one verse, you're going to say, well... There's some I don't have prayer over, or I don't have power over. I got to get to a place where I do have power. And then you go over here, and Jesus says you got power over all of them. Well, which is it? All right. Number one, watch this. Number one, the Greek doesn't say prayer and fasting. It says prayer. Oh, and this is part two. This is part two. What is prayer? I want you to remember this. Somebody say fellowship. With my vision. Say it one more time. Fellowship, Fellowship with my vision. That's the key. Alright, so here's what Jesus was saying. I'm going to enlighten you today. The light's going to come on. He was not telling them there are certain devils that you can only have power over unless you pray and fast all the time. That's not what he was saying. He was saying this kind... What was the whole issue in the whole passage? What was the issue with the Father? What was the issue with the disciples? There you go. It wasn't devils. He spoke one time to a devil. What was the main issue of the whole passage? Unbelief. So watch this. I'm going to enlighten you. You ready? Jesus was saying unto them, this kind of unbelief only comes out by prayer. Because what did he say? He said, with faith you can do how many things? How many? So he said, this kind of doubt, our clouded vision, only comes out by fellowshipping with the vision that I gave you. My God, y'all hear this? See, the enemy is, watch this, the enemy is presenting to you right now a vision of doubt and unbelief to do what? To choke out that vision that God gave you. You no longer see yourself there. All you see is what's going on right now. What happened at the first part of that? That's all the father could see was his boy possessed. He's always possessed. He's always tormented. He's always been thrown into the fire and the water. This is what always happened. And he had to break that stronghold. How was it broken? By faith. Faith produced what? Another vision. And by that vision, which brings forth what? Light. It gave him clear understanding. Oh, it doesn't have to be this way. Turn to your neighbor and say, it doesn't have to be this way. See, that's what people, that's the light bulb that has to click on. It does not have to be this way. I do not have to be sick. I do not have to be depressed. I do not have to be defeated. I do not have to put up with whatever the enemy throws at me. I don't have to do it. When that light bulb comes on, it makes you live and look a different way. So when you, in prayer time, what are we doing? We are fellowshipping with our vision. Why, watch this, why would Jesus oftentimes get off to Himself and spend time with the Father? 
Why? To build up his vision. How do I know that? What did Jesus say? I don't have this verse today, but what did he say? I believe it's in Luke. He said, I do, the, the things that I do is what I've heard and seen from the Father. And where was he seeing these things? In prayer time. So I'm going to say it one more time. This kind of unbelief only comes out with what? With what? Prayer. Which is what? Fellowshipping with your vision. Mm. Is this good? Come on up. Somebody play the piano. Ephesians 5.8. Last verse. Ephesians 5.8. It says, for you were sometimes in darkness. There was a time in your life when you couldn't see it. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this. The stuff that I preach to you today, that I preach all the time here, there was a time where I couldn't see this stuff. When I was, when I was a kid, I was sick all the time. All the time. Sick. Struggled in finances growing up. Teenage years, early 20s. Until one day, the light came on. And I began to see something. God began to show me, I don't have to live that way. When the church kept saying, you do. That's why you got to watch where you go. Come on. Sometimes we were in darkness. But now, somebody say now, the, we are light in the Lord. So therefore, because the light of God is in us, what are we to do? Walk as children of what? Somebody say understanding. Watch this. Do you know what a peace it is? I can't tell you how much. Do you know what a peace it is to know where I'm going? Now before you start shouting, I'm not talking about Beulah land. I know one day we're going to be with Christ. That's not what I'm talking about. Do you know what a peace it is to know what my tomorrow holds? How many times have you heard all your life in church, they even sung songs about it. You just don't know what tomorrow holds. You just never know. That's what vision is for. Amen? How many knows once Abraham received the vision, he knew what tomorrow held. He knew what his future, what future awaited him, didn't he? I can't tell you what a peace it is to know where I'm going. I know where I'm going, ladies and gentlemen. What's God doing in your life? I know what He's doing in my life. But do you know there are many people that darken the church doors every week that have no clue where they're going? What's God doing in your life? I don't know. I'm just here. Where's God taking you? I don't know. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Not really thought about it. Vision. Because let me tell you something. If you don't create a future for you, the devil will. He'll create you one. And I guarantee you're not going to like it. Remember this. 
Enlightenment gives you the advantage over all the enemy. Enlightenment gives you the advantage over all the enemy. Stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Prophetic Faith, the podcast edition. For partnering information or for prayer requests, you can go to our website at www.accelerantfaith.org or you may email us at accelerantfaith@yahoo.com. And just remember, one word from God can change anything.